0: Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Ways We Work in podcast form. I've recorded this first episode about four or five times already. So if you're listening to this, it means that it's finally out into the wild. The process of producing a podcast has definitely been a ton of trial and error, which is very much outside my comfort zone. Uh, And despite knowing that it's kind of an unrealistic goal, I always tend to go into any project wanting to know. The exact best way or order to do something and develop a system for doing it, which, when doing something, especially for the first time, is not always possible or even the most effective approach. Um, So, this podcast has involved a lot of learning as I go and probably will continue in that way, which is both a great and painful challenge for me. (laughs) So, Ways We Work and this podcast is all about having conversations about the work that is meaningful to people and how they go about doing it. And if this is the first time you're hearing of Ways We Work, hello and welcome. And if you have some time later, check out wayswework.io because before this project was a podcast, it was a written web series and there's over a 100 interviews with both people and teams on the site that you can dive into. So if you have some time, that's wayswework.io. And this podcast is really an evolution of the website where I basically follow my own curiosity and speak to people I admire about the things that they're currently putting work into. What is lighting them up at the moment? What are they currently finding meaningful in their work? Where are they stretching and growing? What are they learning about? What are some of their challenges and how do they work with those? And while this is all about telling other people's stories and sharing what I learned from those conversations with you. I thought in this first episode, it's probably worth telling my own story and the story of Ways We Work and how this podcast came about. Uh, Around five years ago, I was working in my first job since I had graduated from university and I'd been hired by a local restaurant group in my hometown of Waterloo, Ontario, to do a bit of a hybrid role between building an online presence for their brands through social media and their websites and as a new grad i found myself doing a lot of things for the first time and learning a lot of things for the first time you know and those were more abstract things like how to manage my time most effectively uh building and managing relationships with stakeholders or dealing with imposter syndrome and i certainly didn't know that there was uh, a word for that feeling back then uh and then there were more granular things too like what software or tools to use for certain tasks and just how to more effectively do different parts of my work. And I really wanted to sit down with other professionals, either, you know, in my industry or even outside of my industry and understand how they approach these challenges themselves. And I was really effectively looking for, for mentorship. Uh, And with a large focus of my job being community development, I found uh, myself spending a lot of time at networking events, but I found it really hard to um, connect with people in those environments. It was often difficult to get past small talk about work or how things were going. And I really wanted to have candid conversations with people about what was challenging about their work and what they were learning or even just what made them so passionate about what they do and, and how they got into it in the first place. And I think having a degree in media and then also a strong interest in community building is what really sparked the idea of of creating an interview series. And it started really simple. Uh, I put together a list of maybe 10 or so questions that I really wanted to ask people if I had the chance to sit down with them one-on-one. And then I started sending them to people in a community that I admired um, and began posting their answers on a WordPress blog. And I called it Ways We Work. And people seemed to really connect with the idea. And I had so many people contacting me wanting to know if they could answer the questions themselves or, you know, suggesting people that they wanted to hear from. And I think people really related to or found a little bit of solace in hearing from these people that they either knew in the community or had idolized online and realizing that they didn't really have it all figured out either. And that no matter where someone was in their career, there were still things that they were learning in areas that they were stretching into or that they found challenges in. And I absolutely loved doing this. Um, it gave me a ton of joy to hear from folks who were getting something out of reading the interviews. Um, and so I really found myself pouring all of my extra energy and time into it. I would, you know, custom design and build the website over and over and obsess over all of those details. Um, And eventually I moved to doing the interviews over Skype versus sending questions over email because the quality of the interviews were so much better that way and the answers were so much more authentic and thorough. And a side benefit to that was that I actually got to connect on a deeper level with some of the people I was interviewing. And so that was really how the website started. And slowly over time, I just kept adding new people to the website and new interviews and, and kept kind of iterating on, on the concept. And then one day someone added the website to Product Hunt. And if you're not familiar, Product Hunt is a really popular tech website where people can add new technology or companies or projects that they're excited about, and then others can upvote them. So someone had added Ways We Work and it was upvoted over 600 times. Uh, I woke up one Sunday morning and my phone had basically exploded with tweets and emails and messages about the site. And that was definitely a high. Um, you know, it was, of course, incredibly rewarding to know that something that I loved doing so much and that I cared so much about was really resonating with so many people around the world. And that day, the site saw more traffic than it'd normally have in an entire month. And suddenly, thousands of people were reading Ways We Work all over the world every single month. And around the same time, my friend Matt reached out about joining the project. And he came to me with this idea of doing team features. He said, you know, a lot of great work really happens in teams. And and he'd love to see if we could highlight some of those stories too. And I love the idea. So, uh, you know, we, we got started doing some stories on teams in the local area and had a lot of fun doing that. Um, it was really cool to have access to These teams and just shadow them and see how people worked together. And then in addition to all this awesome stuff happening with the site, I had decided to try my hand at doing front-end development full-time. I'd really been enjoying the process of designing and building websites, and so I took a chance at a full-time role doing that work. That ended up being one of the most important lessons I had early on in my career, because I very quickly realized that I actually liked being able to wear multiple hats uh, I didn't want to sit and code all day. I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to exchange ideas, and I wanted to collaborate. Um, so ways we work was really taking off and and I wasn't finding much fulfillment in my full-time work, which was not a great recipe, and eventually, I was let go from that job. But I didn't have too much time to be upset about that because we had just heard back from a design team at Facebook that they were open to us coming to shadow them for a day and writing a piece on how their team worked. So myself and Matt just a couple of kids from Waterloo uh, flew down to the Valley and spent a whole day with a search design team at Facebook and and interviewed a few members of their team. And naturally that really opened a lot of doors for us. You know, other companies were able to see the quality of our work and, and they were open to us coming in and doing the same type of pieces on them. And readers loved these as well. So our readership continued to grow. And while all of this was a really incredible experience and a ton of fun, Uh, the reality of not having a job and not having a clear way to make money from the site started to sink in. Um, You know, we experimented with a lot of different things like basic sponsorship of the site, a job board, sponsored content, ads, etc. But none of it really ended up being enough to pay myself a salary and fund the trips that we were doing, as well as all the other costs that come with running a project like this. And so I became pretty increasingly stressed about money I was spending all of my time on trying to figure out things that would make the site money, you know, hustling, trying to pitch companies on sponsoring us. And while that was totally necessary work, I found that I was spending a lot more time on that than on the things that I loved about doing Ways We Work, which was connecting with people and having these really meaningful conversations. And I also found myself quickly becoming obsessed with the numbers, you know, checking every single day to see if more people were reading or subscribing and feeling really frustrated every time it wasn't growing substantially. And this eventually led to a pretty severe burnout. You know, while we were doing these incredible team visits and I was still interviewing people every week, 95% of the time being self-employed looked like me sitting in sweatpants Forgetting to shower and working from my couch. So I woke up every day already exhausted, and I would sit down at my desk totally lost at what to do next. And I also started to isolate myself a lot. I didn't have many people I knew who knew what it took to make a project like this profitable. And I was starting to question if that was what I even really wanted. And this continued on for almost a year, and I stopped enjoying even the parts of the project that I used to love like doing the interviews and connecting with readers, um, you know, at the worst point, I could get an email from a grateful reader. And all I could think about was how that wouldn't pay my bills that month. And so at this point, I was in pretty significant debt and extremely burnt out. And so I feel like, you know, even if there had been a silver bullet of of how to make this thing work, um, I probably wouldn't have Noticed it, or or even really had the motivation to execute on it at this point. And then, what seemed like the light at the end of the tunnel came along. Uh, there was a company that had sponsored us a few times, and they expressed interest in acquiring the site and hiring us on to their team. And it felt as though everything had kind of been leading up to this. You know, all of the struggle, all of the burnout, all of the work that we had been doing was really going to culminate in in this awesome opportunity. And so naturally, I kind of poured all of my mental and emotional energy into believing that this acquisition would happen. Uh, and then it didn't happen. And, you know, there just wasn't a good fit, which more often than not is the case with with these kinds of things. But that really did end up being rock bottom for me. Um, I was in a ton of debt. My mental health was suffering and I wasn't having any fun anymore. And I felt like a total failure and I realized that it was probably time to take a pause and look at maybe getting a real job again. And so while I didn't have a lot of money from doing the project, I did have an incredible network. So I did the thing that I had become pretty good at, which was telling a story. So I told my story of how doing my passion project and turning, trying to turn it into a full-time job didn't go the way that I'd hoped. And I wrote about the skills I'd developed along the way and what areas of work I was most interested in pursuing. And I got really vulnerable and posted the piece on Medium, basically letting the world know that I was looking for a job. Uh, and it worked. I did something like 15 job interviews over the course of two weeks. Uh, But funny enough, what ended up getting me a job was through doing an interview for Ways We Work. Uh, The person that I was interviewing just so happened to be growing her team and was looking for someone to work in culture and employee experience in Waterloo. So the day after I interviewed her, she interviewed me for the job. And for the past two and a half years, I've been working in the tech industry in organizational culture and learning more and more about what makes work meaningful for people. And so when I wrote that Medium post telling the story of Ways We Work, I found this quote written by one of my favorite writers, Jamie Varon, and she says, The shadow side of doing what you love is that suddenly the thing you love now has to make money for you. And money plus love is not always a symbiotic relationship. For example, to turn a creative hobby into a capitalistic venture is to take away, at least in part, a purity of the experience of that hobby. There's a shift that happens when your passion no longer is a thing you do in your free time, but is a thing you do in order to allow yourself free time. So that really resonated with me because Ways We Work was this passion project that I had started when I was working full time. Um, and I had so much fun doing it. And, and that was really the the reason that I wanted to do it was having these amazing conversations with people and and sharing that. And and it wasn't it wasn't to make money. It wasn't to have, um, you know, full time salary from it. And I'd become really disconnected from what I loved about doing ways we work in the first place, um, you know, which was connecting with individuals all over the world and connecting with people who found that the interviews helped them work through different challenges or gave them inspiration to try and you know do something a different way. It's only really now that I'm able to look back with slightly rose-colored glasses and see the incredible learnings and opportunities that came out of this whole experience. You know, not selling ways we work in hindsight is the best thing that could have ever happened Um, because now that I'm ready to revisit it again, I can. And there's an incredible base of interviews and stories to launch from. But another thing I learned is just how important it is to define what success looks like for yourself early on. Because it is all too easy to get caught up in what success means to other people when you don't have a strong definition of what it means to you. You know, I thought Ways We Work would be a failure if it didn't grow to reach millions of people, if it didn't make loads of money. For some, those would be really important goals, but it wasn't what I wanted. Instead, it was what I thought I should want. And another thing that I learned um, is that working harder is rarely ever the answer Um, You know, I was hustling, looking for sponsors, trying a million different ways to make the site money. And I thought for so long that if I just kept going and kept working harder, eventually it would all just work out. But I wasn't focused and I was dividing my energy across too many different things. And I didn't even really have a clear idea of what I wanted. Hard work can definitely be valuable, but only when there's clear intention and focus underneath it. And without that, you're really just spinning your wheels and, and heading down a path to burnout. And so fast forwarding to present day, uh, I've spent the last two and a half years learning more about people, what's important to them when it comes to work, what work different people find meaningful, and how people grow and evolve. In addition to that, I, I spent the last six months doing my certification to become a life and career coach, which has just opened up my eyes even more to how different people approach work or challenges and how we often get in our own way. And the importance of having balance in your life and in your work. And it was actually through coaching conversations that I realized I wanted to revisit this idea of having a way to share other stories. You know, when you have these really open conversations with people, you see very quickly, you know, the ways that people are different, but also some of the common things that everyone struggles with. And I know how much value there is in sharing those stories and helping people feel more connected to each other, maybe inspired or maybe just less alone or less like they're the only one who struggles while everyone else appears to have it figured out. And I'm not exactly sure where the idea for a podcast came from specifically, uh, but there's something I love about the medium that's a little bit more conversational than you can achieve in written interviews So a few months ago, I sort of declared to myself and eventually to friends and family that I was going to make Ways We Work into a podcast. And the last few months have been going from that idea to refining the concept, to figuring out the technical and logistical parts of producing a podcast, you know, determining what types of people I really want to talk to. And what's been so fascinating is that none of that stuff is what has made this process difficult. I mean, there's a lot to learn and to know, but the internet has... A ton of resources on podcasting now. And I'm also very lucky to have friends in the space who have helped point me in the right direction too. You know, what has been challenging is that every step of the way, there's an opportunity for Self doubt and imposter syndrome to come in, which can really uh, pour cold water on your motivation and excitement. Uh, And despite having done this before, even if it wasn't a different format, I've still found myself struggling with this. You know, it's so easy to start having fears about what might go wrong or if anyone will like it or if anyone will want to talk to me or thinking, you know, who the heck do I think I am and why would anyone care? When you say all this out loud, it sounds ridiculous, but those thoughts can be like quicksand when you're just trying to move forward with something. But another really real piece of this is that Ways We Work already has an audience. When I launched this podcast, there's over 5,000 people on the newsletter who knew what Ways We Work was, and they might have expectations when they come to check out the podcast and it's hard to look at the level that we had built the Ways We Work website to and not compare that to version one of this podcast. You know, because without a doubt, I'm going to learn as I go and it's not going to be perfect on day one. But it can be really hard to not hold myself to that standard and and want it to be perfect right out of the gate. So it's been a really great learning experience already. And I'm just trying to keep taking one step at a time and letting myself enjoy the process of putting this all together. Because on the other side of anxiety is so much genuine excitement. I completely nerd out on having these conversations about how different people work and what's important to them and hearing new perspectives on different ideas. Because the truth is, these are conversations that I would want to have regardless of having the podcast. But it's such an incredible outlet to be able to do that and then to share that with others, which is really important to me. So that's what you can really expect from this podcast. You know, conversations with people I'm curious about on what they're putting work into. And maybe that's their career. Maybe it's a new hobby or a new habit that they're exploring. Maybe it's adopting a new perspective. And I want to explore work past what we do as a job every day and dig into things like self-development and growth or how people keep balance in their lives. Because all of those things are work um, and not easy work, but I think they're all things that we Wrestle with. I'm planning to release those interviews bi weekly, but if you're listening to this episode right at launch, there's already a couple interviews up that you can go and check out. I'm also playing with the idea of taking uh, listener questions and maybe adding episodes in between interviews where myself and a guest answer your questions. And those could be about career. You know, work-life balance, starting something new, working through challenges, really whatever you're most interested in in getting some answers to. So if that sounds interesting, you can send your questions over email to amanda at wayswework.io and that's Amanda with an H on the end (laughs) or over Twitter at wayswework or whatever way is most convenient for you to get in touch. And when I get enough questions, I'll put together an episode where we answer them. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode. If you want to support the podcast, subscribing, rating, or reviewing on iTunes is especially helpful in the next few weeks. So please, if you have just a few minutes, I would be so grateful if you could do those things. You can also share this podcast with a friend, of course, um, and subscribe to the newsletter at wayswework.io. But especially in these first few weeks, subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes is super key. (laughs) So thank you in advance. Um, You can find Ways We Work on Twitter at Ways We Work and on Instagram at wayswework.io. And you can find me online everywhere at Amanda Wood. I also need to say a quick thank you to all of the people who have helped me get this podcast off the ground in a variety of different ways Evan Lachance, David Van Poppel, Katie Parks, Jillian McDonald, Lily Rogers, Ben Morris, Matt Shore, Siobhan John, Corey Ryan Coates. Tom Creighton, Elmira Shans, Matt Quinn, and of course, uh, my first few guests, Jillian McDonald, Claire Baker, and Mick Berman. Thank you all so, so much. And thanks to you for listening.